You know what? I got it. They're trying to force more role play by making everyone leave Adventures League. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're doing. More Adventures League. I cracked the code. Call yeah. the burn unit. It's a coup. They're, they're, they're doing it to kill Adventures League because I want some more books. There are no. more, more people to play Magic the Gathering. That's where they make their real money. That's where they make their real money. Yeah. So now they're trying to get people out of D&D to go back to magic. Do play magic. It's fucking this one to play magic. Oh, As I know, don't I'm do it. It's a trap. Nope, I hit it. All right, here we go. This is a Rules Lawyers After Dark special. You it suck. Okay, thank you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna go cry now. We hate all of our listeners. Oh, oh, you're actually, just... I'd like to think all of us have like at least one super fan. They're just like really into our. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's... <laughs> Even yeah. JC. I mean, but it's like a Even. really weirdo. Like it's JC's her own super. Fan. Yeah. I'd like to think that mine is Jada Pinkett Smith. Who? Jada Pinkett Smith. Don't know who that is. You know what? I mean, knowing you, I can cast a few. Will Smith's wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Nope. The least Her. memorable person of that family. Wow. Awful. She wasn't even in Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs> like even his son, the worst, like the worst yeah, actor Jayden. I've ever seen in my fucking life, is like more memorable than. But he was, he, he, he was the little kid in Pursuit of Happiness. That was pretty good, actually. I mean, was he? And did he do much in that movie? There's also After Earth. Yes. So. Oh, that's the movie After Earth. Holy shit! Okay. Holy shit! <laughs> We're gonna welcome to the J- welcome to the Smith podcast. Yeah. This is Smith podcast. Here with us, Agent Smith. <laughs> Let's go around to say our names. Um, right now, we're just gonna do After Dark thing. What I really want to do is have a full-on actual discussion on our thoughts and feelings on the new Season 8 rules. So it's not just me screaming into the darkness by myself, <laughs> like it has been thus far. Yeah, and just preface this, we're not doing the Season 8 rules. Oh, yeah, no, like, we've kind of already decided, and we've been doing AL more I or less. I feel like I was forced into this decision, and I do not approve. Then get the fuck out. <laughs> oh, oh, you still want to do AL <laughs> You can keep your own separate character sheet where you're converting it all with the new Season 8 rules if you'd like. Okay. All right. All right. I, l- I don't even know if you've been keeping a log sheet thus far. <laughs> you have a character sheet? I'm I do. Still, yeah. I dusted it off. I can barely do basic math, and you think you're going to do... Wow, and that was shit? rather rude. <laughs> I'll have you know, Lafty's AL legal. Yeah, J- JC's up to this point AL legal. Not anymore. I mean, Dane, Dane is AL legal. I've been keeping our sheet. Yeah. Tomic yeah. seems to be. It probably is. <laughs> yeah, Davers is more or less. So let's go around the table. We'll say our name, who we usually Starting play. Starting with Luke first. Okay, that's fine. What's the question? The question is, what house would you think your character would be put into in the Harry Potter universe? A like. Like um, our characters, yeah. Like which one? Slytherin. Uh, the the podcast. Okay. So JC would think she's going into Gryffindor. She's probably like going to Slytherin. Like a lame, like Hufflepuff. I mean, how would you Slytherin. not Ravenclaw she, as a wizard? Yeah, Actually, you're a dumb wizard. So. I'm, I'm not that good. And also, she's like way more ambitious than anything. She's always like pushing her brand. And she's always pushing her brand. Yeah. She, oh, she's going to Slytherin for sure. Just okay. imagine her grabbing her head. Go faster! Okay. But Slytherin aren't evil wizards. Just most of them come from there. Would Saul Goodman be a Slytherin, though? Of course. Okay. What else would he be? Uh, well, you have maybe Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw? which is miscellaneous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the miscellaneous house. Yeah, I know. Saul's, Saul's Slytherin, without a doubt. There's yeah, times okay. when he does do some sort of heroic kind of things, but like mostly he's just a manipulator. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm saying JC's because she will fuck people over ultimately to 
I mean, to be f- uh, to Dane, oh, yeah. not not to Dane, but to Gain. But we'll fuck Dane over probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She would probably think Gryffindor, but really, she's ended up probably in Slytherin. Maybe I would have to be reminded, like the houses. Gryffindor's like bravery. Yeah, uh, Slytherin. Sl- They're about like ambition and like being cunning. Yeah, I'd say. And okay, Gryffindor is good. Yeah. Slytherin is evil. That's right. And the other, and two, the other two don't give a fuck. And <laughs> Ravenclaw is smart. And Hufflepuff is a bunch is of bitches. Useless. <laughs> useless. <laughs> <laughs> we don't remember anybody from that house. They value hard work and patience. Hard and they suck. <laughs> <laughs> they suck. And they don't do anything. They can probably cook well. Uh, <laughs> next. Yeah, Matthew, I played Lafty, or at least I did a while back. And, uh, <laughs> so this uh, is just a distant memory now. It's been like half a year. I think he shot arrows. Um, yeah, Lafty would definitely be in Slytherin. Between uh, the you know the being an assassin for hire and uh, you know, making a deal with the old gods to gain more power, yeah, 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 mm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's all I'm going with it. So yeah, uh, next. I mean, I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, Andy. I usually play Flintstrike Iron Fist. Now I'm not fully up to, up to speed on the whole Harry Potter shit, but pretty sure I go straight. From the hat straight to Azkaban. <laughs> <laughs> and Azkaban. <laughs> Get a Dementor on his ass now. <laughs> your character? No, not your character. Maybe you. <laughs> you don't know the thoughts that are going on inside that head. You do. <laughs> Just flip strike. <laughs> you put, put all along. Puts the hat on his head, the sort of head just goes. Oh my god. Oh Faints. I, like I like the visualization of the sorting hat falling off someone's head as it faints. Having an aneurysm. It's no, dude, you know, the funny thing is, the you kill like, the sorting hat. The eyes and stuff like that. It goes like all the way over the face, and all of a sudden it's just like, ugh. <laughs> the face. Full and we have a new Yeah, you can have to come up with a personality with your character very proud. Yeah. Okay, so I'm Abby. My character is Paleus, and so he's a criminal, so you would think Slytherin, but he mm. does it for charity, so Oh so um He does it so he's oh, Robin, Robin Hood. So he's actually out in the in the forest with his merry men. Yeah. So like <laughs> oh, you know, probably I forgot oh, the name of the forest. Coming. The Sherwood Forest. Well, yeah, okay, Sherwood forest. wisdom isn't that great, but <laughs> Oh, the light. So not strong it. either. So like Hufflepuff. You're going Hufflepuff? I mean, after I just trashed Hufflepuff. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but your opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't associate with Hufflepuffs. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm Josh. How's it going? Uh, yeah. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. I've played D&D in three months. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> You almost snorted your fingers up into your nose. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good one. <laughs> Alright, I play Dane. He's Stay a, strong, <laughs> the fighter. Uh, I would actually I, go towards Gryffindor, but... Maybe when it wasn't senile. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, just to be fair, like I've done try to do like heroic things and yeah. stuff. It's like, just the most Dane. chaotic Gryffindor out there. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Like, he's like... He's like <laughs> I mean, I can't really think of anything else. I mean, I mean see, you have to be chaotic neutral because you're like chaotic. Eh? Yeah, but you know, to be fair, he only like really hates you guys because you kill everything he loves. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dane would more or less live just in the sewers beneath Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even that fucking giant snake down there. Yeah, hit with the basilisk. <laughs> 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 
Restless gets him around and stuff. And yeah, him and Moaning, and when Moaning when Myrtle is yeah. like your friend. Yeah. Yeah. Five's the giant squid. I don't know he's just living in the sewers. Of, <laughs> he's not even in Rome. He's not even in Rome. Never got the letter. He's we trying. need everyone. We need to nuke the sewers. Okay. <laughs> you want? It's not gonna get him. He's in there. There's a bugbear there. Oh, well, we don't care if he gets you. We want to kill everything else. We, we've, we've, esta- we've established that he gets his lair actions in the sewers. Yeah, becomes <laughs> a legendary creature down there. Oh, That's it. That's it. I'm totally writing that up for our next game. <laughs> I'm Dylan. I play Tomic Omens, and he would be a Ravenclaw. Full of life. the fucking way. They're just uh, smart they're, they're nerds. The nerds. The nerds. They are nerds. total nerds. That's why they never like get any notoriety. They're like they're the only ones actually fucking studying in that school. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they're the only. Yeah. Yeah, they're actually going to class. Yeah, you don't see many because their faces are in books all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not going around the school and breaking up, breaking bathrooms with fighting with trolls. And exactly. Stuff like that. Yeah. No. Crashing into a tree with a. Flying car. Oh, is Ravenclaw they gonna play Quidditch? No, I want to learn fucking magic. <laughs> Ravenclaw does not have a Quidditch team. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. Well, they don't. Every house has a Quidditch. Yeah, team. every house has a Quidditch team. Yeah, but Ravenclaw just doesn't show up for it. Yeah, no one shows up to try out. There are no jocks in Ravenclaw. No, <laughs> no. There's one jock. We we don't know why he's there. <laughs> It's his name, Jock. <laughs> For an exchange student. <laughs> From the French school. Uh, what would the French school be called? No, there, was, there, was, there, there was. There was. They got on a fire where they're all female. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes, Only the female one showed up. Yeah. I guess. All right. Well, <laughs> and then, uh, like, a male showed up, and they were like, uh, you're a forage exchange student. I'll go to Hogwarts. <laughs> You've been expelled. Join this one. <laughs> so I'll go to school. All right, well, I'm Kyle. I played Davros. And, and they don't close. accept you because you have the sewer plague. That's all right. Yeah, I have the sewer plague. Forever. Yeah, forever. Because <laughs> we're never going to finish this mod. No. <laughs> the band's breaking It's up. been like three months already. <laughs> it's been a bit. It, yeah, sorry. I, no, I mean, it was, it was also It's fun. not on you. No, it's more me. But, uh, I mean, I had a plan for this character the first, like, couple of sessions. And then we had a long break. So he's actually lawful evil. But... Yeah. Uh, I mean, he has been killing everything. Dale, Dane, Dale and our fucking hands. Dane and our Dane, there so it is. So I Dane guess loves. probably Slytherin. But... <laughs> No, dude. He doesn't have that much of a personality. He's not. He's not. He's not intelligent. He would not be in Ravenclaw. So he's definitely not. I don't think he would be in Hufflepuff. Because I don't know that there are that many. Like, remember, Luke says it's a lame, lame house. Yeah, but what if there was an evil wizard from Hufflepuff? How sweet would that be? (laughs) How sweet would that be? No, it's because cool nobody's house. going looking through Hufflepuff. Exactly. Yeah, evil wizard. It's always Slytherin or Gryffindor because those Gryffindors just like get in all sorts of trouble all yeah. the time. Yeah. Now, Josh, to, just just imagine Dalinar wearing the belt of dwarven kind so long that he eventually becomes an old irate dwarf after losing his hand <gasps> and his eye and his leg. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> 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 and then totally I'm taken away wrong. from Kyle's like thing where you were like, Kyle, what house would you be? If- oh, oh my. I don't have that much of a personality for Davros, so. But we'll get back onto that later. That's <laughs> fucking amazing. Oh my Slytherin, God. then? Just yeah. a little yeah. bit of point to his ears, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Hard to notice. That is 
fucking amazing. <laughs> it, the the, the dwarven kind of just melds into your body. <laughs> when when Waif magically disappeared, yep, just as the, it just poops the, away. The voice went into his head. Yes, he that forever. <laughs> That's good. It's also a good transition on what we're going to talk about. Uh, like I think I might have mentioned before, we're going to talk about some season eight changes. One of those changes, and we I, we can start wherever. Um, there's certain what they call problematic items that they are just making illegal. Some of them I can almost understand. I'm not terribly upset by these. One of them I'm very confused about. Um, one of them is, and you had it at one point. Yeah, the plus one. The plus mithril. one mithril splint. Why exactly? Because is that you can the, wear it underneath the, robes. I think. Fucking so. And it doesn't weigh. It doesn't weigh. It has no weight. That's every mithril armor. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Every all mithril armor. So does I, I think that's the only mithril armor. It's, in it's, I think it's because it's basically plate mail that you can sneak in at that point. I mean, it's one... And it's considered magical. Oh, I guess it is 18. Yeah, but, I mean, that's still a... But I, I don't know, maybe... I, I guess I can kind of see it. I mean, not, like, really. I mean, you would have to take a feat with a rogue or a wizard to even wear it, because it's still considered heavy armor. Uh, is it? Yeah. It's heavy. It's still classified as heavy armor. It just doesn't oh. have that weight. If I feel uh, so if it does, no, I gotta I look up. I gotta look up. If it counts as light armor. armor, then that would explain it. If you've got rogues running around with uh, that might be it. Plate mail, basically, or wizards. But even or then, wizards. like even then, though, a seventeen and an eighteen, I get it's it's better. But even that, just a plus one, because if it was just mithril splint, I mean, they're eventually water. your rogues would get up to eight, seven, eighteen. I mean, Mithril only yeah, takes you only takes the weight class down by. Let one. me look up Mithril. In the it would still be <clears throat> at like heavy armor, so you would be able to add your dex bonus to that. It so it's just eighteen. Armor. It'd be a medium armor. Well, it's still, it's I don't even remember. I'm guessing. Could grab a DMG. Yeah, I'm trying to find a DMG. <laughs> everyone Get grab. The, everyone open. Your everyone DMGs. in your audience, if you're following along, please open the page. Whatever it is, in the page future look into plus one mithril armor. DM oh, for the full description. Never mind, it doesn't tell me. <laughs> Does it say the page of the DMG? I'm. It of says not. no. Dylan, it doesn't. <laughs> you probably could have googled it by now. Right now, the audience is telling us. I mean, you Which know, I, oh, yeah. I can edit out silence, right? Our, let's go to the phones. Page yeah, forty-seven, you morons. Armor, medium or heavy, but not hide. Uncommon. Mithril is a light, flexible metal. A mithril chain shirt or breastplate can be worn under normal clothes. If the armor normally imposes disadvantage on dexterity, stealth checks, or has a strength requirement, the mithril version of the armor does not. And that's all it says. Strength requirement is huge. That is big. Okay. That is true. But, so but even strength, still, but still, it, it still say, counts as heavy armor. Yeah, it still counts as yeah, heavy armor. You would still have to take yeah, medium heavy feet. So you could be a dex-focused fighter with good armor, I suppose. You but. could, you could do like wizard or whatever. Take one in cleric, use the mithril. Ah, completely dump strength. No, but, but even then, even then, you can still just have a regular mithril splint mail, and that's just a one difference. I'm not sure you can a nail. I'm not sure. I don't sure think there is any. Yeah. So, so that was you can't the, buy so, it. So that was the only mithril splint. Actually, you know what? I can go to the spreadsheet that is questionable. Yeah. For the fact that I have it, but I have it, which I couldn't find shit in, by the way. The things that you wanted, you mean? Anything. I couldn't make it work. I just really. Computer. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling that's the reason. Yes. Yeah. Um, All ancient. So. Let me find the table. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As we've established already in this podcast, he's obviously on death's door, so has no fear of that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Abby. 
Oh yeah, that I was me. That was me. Yes, it was. <laughs> Let me Being see. old sucks. Way back in like episode two. Being <laughs> old sucks. That was like. That must uh, be the worst thing ever. <laughs> I think that, yeah, I think that was the episode after yeah. uh, Orphan. Yeah. yeah. I, I probably wasn't there. I don't remember that. It was I, the very first recording. I think you were there. You were there with your then girlfriend. Yeah. There is a mithril armor that is not a plus one. It's in an epic. No, it's um. Oh, it's in an amendment to something. Oh, it's in Out of the Abyss. Oh, okay. Yeah. But still, like, I don't, oh, I don't really see why they would ban it. I mean, it's a level, like, you have to be, like, it's a level four mission we were on when we got it. I mean, some of the other stuff that they banned is equally as silly, though. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of you know what they should have banned? Because it's a junk item, the fucking Ion Stone of Regeneration. <laughs> yeah. Speak, Get that garbage item out of there. Speaking That's of, that keeps out of the like, Abyss, they also banned the Sun Sword from that. Every hour. A lot of crosswalk. What's yeah. going, what were you saying, Kyle? And that's they, it. They that's all, all it does. They also banned the sun sword from out of the abyss, day, which is just mm-hmm. still not solving the crosswalk problem. Let's try yep. that again. <laughs> they banned the uh, sun sword from out of the abyss. Yes. No, the dawn blade. Dawn, the dawn blade. Dawn blade whatever it is. They also banned. Or no, I can see actually, that. I don't the think they banned them. They just made them into regular sun blades. Yeah. They're, so the sun. There's so. I've got the spreadsheet. So it's like, what is the point of that, really? I think uh, I guess it's I getting rid of the intelligent items. I guess I don't know what Dawnbringer's special deal was. I don't know. It's, that is an intelligent Dawn, item. Dawnbringer's a sun... Uh, if I remember uh, correctly, yeah, no, it's, it's a sunblade. It is. It is. A plus three sunblade that Ooh. is afraid of the dark. It's a plus three sunblade? It's not a plus three, because oh, okay. I gave it to level, like, fours. That sounds like a personal issue, Kyle. <laughs> no, they beat the encounter to get it at like level four or something. Yeah. It, oh it was a God. ridiculously good item for whatever level. For, lo- we for a low yeah. level. Yeah. yeah. They just put it the, the, end, the end boss of it was like a wraith, I think. So it's not that bad. I don't know. Oh, it hurt. I think it's, it's whale and it, like confused a bunch of people at first. But then zero fucking hit points. So I don't have, know that I knocked it heavy. You're, yeah. you're catching all this? Oh yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Um, so I want to go through just the list of the change. Like actually the change. I'm trying to find the spreadsheet of the items that are banned. Because Waith is now... Yeah, why... I, like, I don't get why Waithband... I, I mean, it's only good against giants. If it's not against a giant, it's just a plus one great sword that can talk to you and cast detect. Which like enemies, yeah. I, I, maybe just because there's a whole bunch going on with it. Maybe. Um, oh no, this sword yeah. can talk to you! Problematic items. What are the problems? It makes uh, encounters with giants a little bit easier. I mean, a, I mean, lot, a lot, lot easier. easier. <laughs> a lot easier. If you have a fighter... That can use it. Ajax wouldn't have got a whole lot about it. Yeah, I, I wonder if some of some of for some of those things, what they're trying to do is just remove intelligent items from Adventures League play because Why? the DMs don't yeah. necessarily know how those items would even then those react. Oh, here we are. Like I got they're just, I got maybe it. they're just removing that entire level of complexity. Yeah, probably because like there might be problems with uh, well, my DM ruled it like this, and then I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Might All be a little bit with this personality. The, the, but. An, an intelligent weapon to me has always been like a flavor thing. It doesn't really fucking give you any advantages. Yeah. Did they did they survey I mean any some, long-term game masters? See, that, that's the question. As far as I can tell, no one was surveyed yeah. this at all. There might have been some information taken like 
from cons, maybe. But like as far as I can tell, I have not seen and they're like, oh, we pulled this information from these sources. The as only far as I can tell. sword I can think of would be uh, what, what sword was that? Like it controls you a little bit. That's sentient. What blade was that? There's a berserker. Yeah, berserker makes it so you have to attack. No, but there was an other one. It has like if it. The vengeance sword. Yeah, maybe something like that. That's, that's a shitty sword, though. I just remember. So here's the list that I have. This actually might be an old list. There might be some more items on this list because I think they updated it. But there's Dawnbringer, which is that special one from there. Uh, the deck of many things, which, which should have been that should illegal have been anyway. Yeah, yeah, that was and in an I, AL. I th- so apparently yeah, there was awesome. there was a thing well, for a very brief period a very brief of period of time. And it, Jonathan told me about it, so I can't remember where. But at, at one point it was possible, but then it was illegal to have. It's after that it's anyway. probably because I think uh, one of the Against the giant, like the hardcover for against the giants or whatever, um, you could uh, roll for items in some on places. You can, table. but yeah, but the deck of many things is not no. on that table. Okay. No, it's, it's a, it was a thing way early in AL. I'm not sure. Uh, then there was drown. I'm assuming that's some sort of weapon from something. I don't know where it's from. They tried it, maybe. Uh, no. Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. You're wrong. No, just just no, no. Then there was apparently a giant-sized staff of power from Storm King's Thunder. I don't know what that was, but yeah, it, it sounds like this giant-sized. You just can't use any of this giant size. It's no, giant. you just get disadvantaged. Yeah. You get, it's basically but a you can still you break like, it as a, a standard dash. <laughs> uh, there is Hazir on. Hazir on. I don't know what the fuck that is. Spell it. H-A-Z-I-R-A-W-N. Hazir on. Yeah, no idea. I don't know. Yeah. Then um, both the icon of Ravenloft and the holy symbol of Ravenkind. Those were always banned. Those no. were yeah, those badass items. They were pretty bad. No, no, no. I saw them being traded on the on the Facebook. So oh right. Um, then there's Iron Fang stuff. I'm not that, sure what Iron Fang is. Yeah, there, some of those some of that stuff is. Oh hey, we got to this point where we got the item we needed to beat the boss that would be consumed, and then just stop, and then just go to the next adventure. Mm-hmm. Which that was some cheesy shit anyway. Yeah. I shouldn't have been able to do that. Uh, Iron Fang, like I said, there's the Ooh, Lost Crown of Belsimer. Don't know what that is. And then there's the Mask of the Dragon Queen from Tyranny of Dragons or Tiamat. That sounds Rising like it would be a pretty badass. Yeah, that's the one thing. It's like you need this to beat Tiamat. And then people would just take it and then leave before they beat Tiamat. So. See, that, that maybe they should just change it. No, you have to finish the adventure. You just can't have your adventurers leave the quest. Other than so, oh, and then wait and wait. Is go on full on Ravenloft on you, so you can't leave it, except for only in certain places. Yeah. No, no, I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, you're on a mission and stuff. I'm just saying, like, there should probably be some rules where you have to finish a quest. You think, right? Yeah. If, if I was a DM, I'd be like, you can't just like leave Team out to rise because then she fucking yeah, she, the world. Yeah, it destroys the world. No, you guys have like, you guys have to do this. It's not like, oh, we don't have to do this. No, we got the magic item. Bam, foul. Fuck this. So well, there must have been a great reason for them to keep the magic item. I mean, what did it do for them otherwise? No, yeah, I don't. I guess I've never that seen that. Would be that. That would be the key there to say. I've that, never seen what it is that the very much does. I've heard, it it. I've heard the dragon mask. Some something about dragon masks being very powerful, but I don't know what they're, they're powerful. They do. Yeah. Also, even if it did nothing, unless it could not be traded. It still would be trade bait for those type of people. Yeah, true, true. Be like, oh hey, you can go into this mission and steamroll it because you don't have to do any of this side stuff. Yeah, that's weird. Um, they also did a thing where certain items became adventure only items. So mm-hmm. like, you can use waif in against the giants, right? But you can't take it out. 
But at, the, and that, at that point, sense. it becomes a story award for everyone, basically. Mm-hmm. So they, if hey, no one, no one had the sword before. Hey, look, found the sword. Yeah, and it's mine now. I'm so, gonna kill giants. So now let's get into how they are now allowing people to gain items. This is how I understand it. In a, a mission or in a module, it will say what item is the like item that is unlocked for you. Over the course of time, I think it's every time you play, you get a treasure point. Right? Is that how it works? Every time, every you get four, one until level ten, you get a treasure point for every two hours of module play. Okay. And at that point, if it's a module, it's whatever it says. Yeah, it's, it's whatever the, the, the estimated time should be. If it's hardcover, it's however many hours <coughs> their party has been directly advancing mm-hmm. toward the goal. Mm-hmm. Which for us would be like six for. Yeah, we would be hours. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, we could have proof of it. We could have audio proof. Yeah. Podcasts are just rolling in items. Yeah. So, wait, how long did it take you to do that two so, hours? So, sure, about six. Technically, <laughs> technically, how it goes is every hour of play, you get an advancement point, which is mm-hmm. basically your experience. Every two advancement points you earn, you get a treasure point. Yes. So, you can only spend those treasure points in the tier that you earned them. That you earned them. Or you can only spend them on items for of that tier. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, like, so if I you mean, I kind of like that. I mean, but mm-hmm. but if bring you, up the thing that you said, though, Kyle. So I like this a lot. So you cannot get heavy armor until tier two. Really? You can't buy it from like your the list so, of. So yeah. I'll preface this: there's a list of items that are always going to be available to you, like no matter what season you're in. Yeah. And then each season also has a specific list of ones that you can get. As well, without having like unlocked them in the mission that you went and saw them. So, but according to this, their their shit heavy armor isn't even unlockable until mm-hmm. tier two. So really? even then, it, once you hit tier two, you still have to play enough to be able to purchase that with your tier two points. Yeah, because you can't, you can't tier buy it on tier, with tier ones. So you so play. You said heavy armor, just heavy armor, heavy armor, any heavy armor. So you can get any heavy armor once you hit tier two. And get enough tier two points to buy the heavy armor. Okay, so, okay, so you, you can't buy it, but your characters still get it, like their starting item. Yes, you still get all your so you starting still, items. So you you could start you, with it. Okay, you, you're telling me I would have to have an AC of like 16 for the entire yes. or like 18, I guess, if you have a shield. But for the entireness of yeah, because you tier. don't even have any gold anymore, so you're not going to be able to buy things at the end of the module. Oh, they took gold out completely. You, you, the only gold you get is every time you level, you get a certain amount of gold based on your tier. You find what? four. You find four thousand gold in the adventure. A little fairy comes down and says, "Thank you." Disappears it, and then when you level up, you get yep. Uh, this is going to which means all <laughs> wizards. Will never be able to transcribe any spells into their spell book ever. Also, uh, like revivify spells, cleric spells that cost mm-hmm. gold is gonna be real rough to happen. Well, yeah, you, you can transfer treasure points into gold. Yes. Yes, I think so, so, but it's really uh, not a good. It's yeah, like tier tier one through four, one treasure point equals fifty gold. I don't know how it works out of those oh tiers. My God. So then, like, if you're not you playing know, in tier one, can you convert those points? Now, this, to be honest, that's not too bad for two hours of play at level one. Yes. But what happens when you're out of that tier, though? Because all you, know, you can point. still use it, so, but your tier two, your tier three, your tier four treasure points still just count as one treasure point. Yeah. I that kind of sounds like you could abuse that pretty easily. I mean, for, for like, okay, say we made this podcast into AL legal. Okay. We take 
Like, averagely, we take like six hours to do. It, we only, it's not how much we actually play, it's how much the event is projected so, to be. So, this adventure, oh, even okay. though we've played for a good six hours now, it's probably even four. What for? It's going to be another two yet. Can we count the bitch sessions as playing? <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is so not, you'd only get four. If it was a hardcover, yes. You'd only get four advancement checkpoints and two I will come in, points. I will come in with a book. Binding time. <laughs> I, I still don't have a lot of questions about it, but ultimately, you get to unlock certain items at each tier. So you can only buy them with the points that you get at those tiers. And the thing that I saw some people saying is that this gets rid of the problem of people like, oh, I don't want that shitty item. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold off and not get it. Rather than trying to snag the good items later on. But isn't it going to happen where everyone now unlocks, like, winged boots as opposed to, like, an alchemy jug or something like that? Everyone all just spends their fucking points on the winged boots. Now everybody has winged boots. Yeah. It's just going to saturate the market with all the good items. Yeah. Well, I don't know. If, have they actually uh, cleared that up? Because it says once you spend treasure points on that item, it gets locked. Does that get locked for you it or everyone on the you. table? For no you. One, just everyone, you. Everyone can get that item. Wow, really? Yeah. Every, like every like if, if, if for an example, dude, that we, was like a level two or three uh, mission we did, right? Wasn't it for the wing, wing, wing boots? Yeah, yeah, but I, I, does it go retroactive into adventures we already played? I don't know. Yeah, no, like I think it was like uh, level three or four. Yeah, or yeah. So like in theory, if we were to play that again, that's like the unlockable item we can we could get. You know how much easier that make like tier two. So stuff? then, ev- so then everybody would just spend their fucking points on wing boots. Yeah. Everybody would be able to fly. Mm-hmm. Which would be counteractive to it. They wanted no races to fly at the beginning. Well, anyways. there's that. But they're all, like, their whole point and what they're trying to do is like, oh, this way everyone's going to get more access to the items and they can buy like the fun, wacky utility items. Like, no, people are all going to get fucking wing boots. Yeah, that, they're trying to avoid yeah. metagamers and encourage roleplay, but they're making the items easier so to much metagame. Easier to yeah. get so much easier to get. So much easier. You can pick and choose the exact items that you want. Yeah. And you, so everyone will have their maximized build. Yeah, if that's what they're trying to do. So it's not everybody's trying to do that, but like, you know, a lot of people will. Yeah. Find out. It's, it, they, they're trying to prevent something, but they're making it easier to happen, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. Which is really lame. So, and just, just the idea that you go through an adventure, you found these winged boots. Oh, sweet! One of us gets them. No, it poofs, it poofs away. And then later, when you level, everybody could just magically make them appear in their feet. I think you can use the item if you find it in the adventure. In the adventure, but when it's done. It's usually at the end, though. That yeah. You it is it. usually at the end. Sometimes it's yeah, not that even... Sounds like it, that's, that sounds also like it would destroy like the like economy of like trade items, too. Sorry. What's going yeah, on there? I don't, know, I don't know if there is trading anymore. Yeah. Oh, they're just no more trading? There you go. That, I mean, I believe no, trading can still happen. I mean, trading rules have not changed. I know certain. I mean, this is going to pretty much like just make it. Not so it, it's it's going. I think it would improve the fact that all right. So you've got, for example, our our good buddy Bellman, the sorcerer bard who really hasn't had a chance to get any magic items. Yeah. And he'll have a, not only a shot at just the items that you know might be okay for him, but better for someone else. He would also get the items unlocked during different sessions. So, for example, here we've got Bag of Holding, Spell Scrolls, Potions of Healing. These are the ones that are always open. Right. always just get. They include plus one... They include plus one armor, up to plus three weapons, and even plus three Wand of the War Mage. And that's a good addition. I like that they added those things, because before it was pretty much... And, you can only just and buy up some to plus, plus three shields. Yeah, that's good. That, I'm not... 
And then Rod of the Pact Keeper? Yeah, What's that? It's a warlock. That's a warlock. That's warlock. Oh, okay. That's fine. I'm glad that they added some shit for the spellcasters because that was pretty scant before. And that's great. But still, everybody's just going to... First off, the way that they, their way to buy them is really dumb. It just completely takes you out of the narrative of like, oh, we found this item. What are we going to do with it? Oh, it Mass dis- produce. It disappears in a pocket dimension that everybody can just get clones of it later on. And like, Now, to be fair, there's already some time skips happening everywhere. So Yeah, and, that, and that's fine. Like, I understand it's not all complete narrative because it's Adventures League and it's hard to keep it that way. But that's really taking a step back from like just D&D. And I know Adventures yeah. League has kind of already taken a few. That's just taken even more. And then, not only that, is they completely made factions useless by yes. getting rid of the ability to get faction-specific items. Well, now, are they adding anything to factions? No. So they claim, they claim some things are going to happen with factions. So Nothing has to happen yet. According to, to uh, the 8.2 version of the uh, players, or the players or DM guide, one of the two, you factions will still sponsor revives up through level four. Yep. Appar- apparently, from what I saw there, uh, there is no immortality up to level four for anyone other than faction members. Exactly. So, which means you are a faction member from level one to four, and then when five comes and your rebuild doesn't, yeah. happen, <laughs> you can take your actual background. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, I read a few articles on this one. One thing that they were really put, and this is like almost, I think this is from the words of like a, of an admin from AL. They they said it in here, um, and I could probably even pull it up too. They said, paraphrased, let's face it, the thing that people liked the factions for was the role play. That's the only reason why people really wanted it. Um, but they also admitted that their story hooks in the modules so far in Adventures League have been kind of weak with the factions. They're kind of just there. They're like, hey, you're the hook. we're the hook to get you into the adventure and let's go. Hey, that thing you're doing, could you please bring us this thing from yeah, there? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of all they've been so far. So they admitted that their story building with them hasn't been that great. So instead of just writing better stories with them and keeping them in there, they just say, fuck it. They're just not around anymore unless you, you know, they're, they're, they're gone. They're... they're no items can be bought from them. I believe the mentor mentee shit, all that stuff is gone. Oh, that's mm. bullshit. Yeah, and so then the that only stuff was kind of useless anyway. I mean, that, that was, but, but, but it was, was, nice. was something. Yeah, you know what I mean, it was yeah. kind, of, kind of a fun little thing. It's like, hey, that was a nice I, little social interaction. I'm fourth tier now. Hey, who wants? And uh, yeah, who wants to be my mentee? Yeah, it was kind of fun. And then, and then even then, that was a way you can get a plus one item or a plus one shield or whatever. Get some kind of useful items. Yeah, some kind of useful items. You got a handful of them. Like some of them are better than others, but it was kind of fun. And now they just got rid of all of that, and the only thing that, as far as I can tell, they're only mechanically good for is for the Revivify from levels 1 through 4. And this pisses me off so much, because I know their big push is that they want it to be for the roleplay, but in order to be in a faction, you have to take a specific background to be a faction member. How does forcing someone into a background help with roleplay at all? I, I like was born into this guild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember long play for loyalty. Yeah. How, how, does, how, does that, how does that make me feel like an organic roleplay experience that I was forced to take this? I can kind of understand that just I, because I, yeah. it's like you you start off AL and not really knowing a whole lot about whatever world they're creating and oh, you mean every character is just within one of these what, five categories? Five. Yeah. yeah. What if so, I and I now that I think about it, uh, one of the newer players that came up with, uh, it's like, all right, you now pick a faction. What if I don't want to be in a faction? 
You wow. can technically yeah. not be in a oh, faction. Oh, yeah, you don't have to be. Totally. Except that means you don't get revives. Exactly. I, I kind of like Not to mention you don't get renown or anything like that. Exactly. So, Which none of that matters, though. It matters because they don't make it matter. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it doesn't matter anymore. It did matter a little bit before when you could get access to the... Once you bumped up in your faction, you can get the mentor-mentee things, and then the... You got you some you several things, like uh, gauntlets I could hire. I could have a veteran. Yeah, you could do that. Veteran, you could hi- you, you warrior, could get ac- me. You get access to hirelings. Yeah, hirelings. Um, But, like, you you needed a certain amount of renown. It's so cool. You needed a certain amount of renown to even get to the buying the magic items as well. Yeah, also, you needed, just uh, backtracking ten. for a second... Uh, I was looking at the magic items that are evergreen for this season, mm-hmm. and to even see how much any of them cost, you not only have to look at the ALD, uh, DMG and the ALPMG, or PG, but also the actual DMG to look to, to see what table uh-huh. that this magical item exactly. is in, to see how many points you have to spend on it. Yeah, you, to have, see you what, actually have to have like three books. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and let's make cross references. Everyone's gonna like all D and D players are gonna have that like that conspiracy theory uh, fucking board up in yeah, the room. The board is there's a rod of security in here, and rod of security is badass. It's two you and up to two hundred people go to this magic pocket dimension mm-hmm. for like two hundred days. Oh wow! And uh, every hour you spend, you get a hit dice worth of health back. Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But, but okay, you need to how much out, would that cost? Yeah, Where, cost? What table what is it on? on? Yeah. What tier yeah. is on that table? Mm-hmm. And then how many treasure points of that tier do I need yeah. to buy that? I've also heard the argument that they've changed these rules to have it be not as intimidating for people who don't like to min-max or are also new. These rules are fairly complex as opposed to you get the item, here's the description, there's one mm-hmm. of them. It makes sense. Mid-max. So do you think that they're assuming that people are just going to play a season what do you mean nobody like, nobody does what we're doing and go through all of season one nobody does that like just like if, if say they, season seven starts we're only playing season seven stuff and we're starting at oh seven oh so one. you're because you're saying what happens when we're playing some season three mods during they, they season eight they yeah don't even make it easy to go through the uh like, like the newer season. seasons mm-hmm. season one yeah it has production tier one well, the first the first ten are tier one, and then uh, tier two you've got a few. Season two, the first two are tier one. The third and fourth one are tier two. The fifth one is tier one. It's all over the place. Yeah, you can't play it through as a as a store. Now, granted, that's to get people who played through tier one saying, "Hey, look, you can join in. Here's some new stuff for you." And it's pretty early on, so there's still some mystery. And then you go in a drowning tower, and then a kraken bites your face off. Yeah. So, yeah, no, because is your question, how do you convert old material to being season 8 legal? No, I'm, I'm just wondering if some of their reasoning in, some, in this stuff is, like, they assume that you're just going to go through these and, like, you'll... In order. Everyone will have access to all of the items that they encounter in season 7 instead of everyone will have access to the nitpick, mm. like, little adventures that they go for the item, sure. basically. Yeah, I or whoever happens to have whatever. And yeah, I don't know what the thinking is on that. I yeah. really don't. You know, here's a question that we're not. I haven't heard asked. What would you rather see them mm. do if you were making the system? Mm-hmm. What would you rather have it do? So I'll tell you my opinion on that one. I so I know a lot of I've seen this a lot. The argument I've seen on like Facebook and Reddit and shit. I've, I've dabbled in some of the threads. 
people are saying that, oh, you're not willing to suspend some disbelief with these systems when we were already doing it with AL as it was before. Yes, there were certain things in AL that were kind of like, it's not the same as a homebrew where we're trying to make it real organic and narrative. You know, it's kind of like an episodic thing where people pop in and out, and it doesn't quite make sense that way. But those are necessary evils because the whole point of this organized play thing is that anybody, anybody, even if you're a stranger, if you've never been to the store before at all, you can show up at this event and you can play. You're playing Adventures so, League? The, yeah, if it, you play Adventures League, and you can you, you have the documentation, your character is legit, okay, you can hop in your tier two, go ahead and play. Those... Things that are taking you out of the narrative, things that are you're suspending disbelief for, those are necessary evils just to let that happen. Because then otherwise, you have to like come up with a story reason why someone is coming into your weird little homebrew thing. It doesn't work. There's like certain what almost happened tonight. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Uh, yeah, but like, that, that, that's what AL is designed for. It's designed for people who can just show up and play. Um, and those were necessary evils. I mean, technically, this technically, could we... I know we're not playing AL, but mm. technically, could we even have someone come in mid-mod... Oh, in, in theory, no. No. Yeah. Of course not, no. Um, well, actually, mm, I don't know. Like, if a mod carried over from a We've from a definitely session, done it before. We've done it in a comic world, for sure. Yeah, we've in sessions that we've called it. Yeah. yeah, whatever. It uh, so anyway, my whole point is, those reasons for suspension of disbelief, they existed because they had to previously. These new rules definitely do not have to be there. There's no reason why they have to be this way. It can be argued that they streamline the process for external play because you can look at it and see oh yeah that item was in that mod it doesn't matter if someone else took it yeah you you could have taken you could have taken it all of this is like you you can you can tell at first glance you don't have to reference everyone who played at the table anymore you don't have to but like but but back when you were playing it the old way one person got it and then you never had to think about it again right well but it was all on our system it it still is too it's still on our system there, there's a little less of that so long as, you know, it's like, okay, you played this one and... You can well, calculate you what you could have. Yeah, well, yeah. So, okay, someone didn't play the mod, still has the item, they traded. Mm-hmm. So it's true. still honor system, no matter yeah. what. The, 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 the system should be recorded the system? on the log sheet, most likely. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even, even with honor system, like, I, yeah, honor system, which means anyone could go in and just, like, okay, yeah, they know someone's number. Yeah. They can just go in, fill an adventure sheet yep. for anything yeah. and have their character be exactly Yeah, I, I did a trade on the Facebook group. Here's a DCI number. Here's the mod that it was from that they said it was from. And I got rid of that shitty item that I didn't want. It's all it was always honor system, and it still yeah. is. So like, the system's always going to be murky because it's based on the honor system, regardless. So yes, we're now that these people all have winged boots, and it's all legitimate because they all played the adventure with winged boots. It d- didn't really matter anyway. A- anybody could have always lied about it. Yeah, that was never a consideration. I I I like that you're trying to find some positives in it, and I'm I'm biased myself. Just. Take away the economy of it. Take away the market getting saturated with items. When you go to go play Dungeons and Dragons, does it make sense that everyone just magically got wing boots for no fucking reason? No, no. But I, is that what everybody's going to do? What do you mean? Are they going to get what their characters want? They're they're not all necessarily going to go for wing boots. I think. I mean, why? I mean, I would say I, why I, wouldn't you? Go for I mean, if boots? you're if you're going to spend is something that, in tier one, wing, wing boots, boots is top of the list. Yeah. Like, what else is in there in Tier 1 that's better than Wing Boots? Maybe a plus one. Now, to be fair, there's still room. On our end, it's treasure checkpoints and advancement checkpoints or whatever, and Uh, we we could rationalize it for our characters however we want. Like, hey, I found all this gold. 
hey, I'm going to turn it into this guy in the in the town and buy a... Mm-hmm. Or, hey, homeless guy, you have nice boots. Whack! Yeah. Take this money. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy, fellow travelers! It's Luke, me, doing a western thing. Isn't that fun? Isn't that a very fun thing? I'm actually doing kind of a Wild West theme in my homebrew with my brothers-in-law and my actual biological brother and two buddies. Yep, that's another game that I'm in, and it's it's happening, but I'm actually having a really good time with it. Kind of doing some uh, Wild Wild West meets some old classic <laughs> western stuff. I'm, I'm really liking it a lot. Uh, so as you can tell, this is our thoughts and feelings on the Season 8 Adventurers League stuff. I won't say anything here because it's literally almost two hours of us saying exactly that. It's back. The rant that I went on a couple episodes is now in a fully realized episode. I know that's what everybody wanted, and I, I had to consent. I had to cave and give what the audience wanted. Georgie, you little shithead. Georgie, the the great the great podcast boy, as Kyle called him at one point, the amazing podcasting kitty. He's fucking with Tippy. She's all snugsy. She's all ready to curl up and lay next to me and go to bed. And Georgie's being a little shit and trying to fuck around. I can't hardly blame him though. He's a little little boy kitty. The only things that I'm really going to say here in the break. One first will be in regards to my wife Lily. There is a strong possibility that she will be doing some of her own creative ventures coming up in the near future that I will be involved in, and I'll definitely be promoting that here on the show, uh, because Lily's great. It's definitely going to be not my style of things, it's going to probably be for a different audience, but I'll drop some more details on that to come. She's more thinking of some vlog stuff, more... YouTube slash not nearly as many cuss bombs that me and the boys drop. Uh, that's, that's her thing. And I'll be happy to support her in any way I can and try real hard not to cuss as much as I normally do. I'll also give an update on what we are actually going to be doing going forward after this concreated content stuff. I'm very excited about it. I had the idea um, after we recorded this and we actually talk about it later on in this episode. But what we're going to do is we are going to run Tales from the Yawning Portal. We're going to have each of the people here in the Rules Lawyers, probably with the exception of Abby, because I don't think we're going to force her to DM any of these. Um, we're each going to run one of the adventures from Tales from the Yawning Portal. From the first adventure, we're going to start a new character, and then we're going to have the choice to switch in or out old characters that we had played. So that could either be ones we've played at Comic World in our own time, um, or even the the Goat Pimps again. Like, JC could come back, Tomic could come back, and I, I think I'd like to have JC come back for her tier-appropriate adventure as well. Um, but they might have the option of sticking with one character the entire time if, like, maybe Kyle falls in love with Shorthos, which I'm sure he is bound to make. And then at the very end of it, the big reward is that I have officially committed to running Tomb of Horrors. And that will be for any character that we will be running up to or bumping up to that appropriate tier. I'm very much looking forward to it. I know that I think Andy wants to do Against the Giants. I know Paul mentioned that he would like to possibly run Tomoachan. Um, I'm not sure what the other 
folk want to do, but I'm doing Tomb of Horrors, and I'm super stoked. Not sure what I'm going to run for my first character. I might legitimately roll a completely random stats and then build a character around that a method that Kyle once mentioned. Um, I think I was off podcast, but whatever. And that should be very, very fun. I'm very excited about that idea. But enough about that. Let's get back to bitching while I go find that little gray boy cat and let him know that he's being unruly. Put him to bed without any supper. Nah, he'll, he'll have supper. Just kidding. All right. Bye-bye. The way I see most of these changes, it is it is yeah, definitely a streamlining of the process. That's what they're trying to do. That does not mean that it is better for gameplay. That doesn't mean it's better for story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's definitely like they're they're trying to streamline and simplify all of this. Yeah. Like, there there are some complications just in the fact that there was a different system before, but you always know what you're gonna get. There, I mean, there have been mods that have forgotten to print oh, their yeah. XP and uh-huh. and gold and whatever, and, and, and maybe a row of many row of eyes. Yeah, yeah. Forgotten to say how you get the magic item at the end, or mm-hmm. yeah. Um, oh, but now you play that mod, so you could get that. No, yeah. You, actually, you didn't find that item, so nobody can get it still. That one's up for debate. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about that one. Um, what are the other things going on here? Um, oh, leveling is now different, obviously. The way it works now, from what I understand, is levels one through four, for every four hours of play that you do, you get an, an AC point or an advancement checkpoint, I think it's called. It only takes... No, 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 or it's for every every hour, hour for every, every hour of play. projected hour for of every, play for modules mm-hmm. and for hardcovers every hour that of you have spent. Play. No, not actual play. Technically, technically, oh. from what they said, every hour spent trying to achieve your goal. Yeah, yeah, going towards the objective. Yeah. So if you're just fucking around and doing whatever, oh, then God, you're not fuck. getting it. <laughs> yeah. Like we would get like maybe one or two a session, even if we're playing for four or five hours, because we don't do anything. Now on the other hand, if the combats run long, for yeah. example, if this were a book here, I mean you we're doing a little bit of that, but at this point, I'm pretty sure you'd have four advancement checkpoints. Yeah, I mean, it was it because was... So you got a slog fight in the beginning mm. with a bunch of goblins that pop up. Then you got a barricaded goblins, and then you had explore the area. Oh, slime pool had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Then the then the ambush in the uh, or sorry the <laughs> the d- d- displacer beast. Yeah, there's that one too. Trying so- to. And then the finally the ambush, and you've still got a couple more rooms to go. It's very hard to define and time your fucking around. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, how how objective can we, we quantify us being going towards our objective? I, I know we definitely fucked around in last session, but it was kind of intermittent for yeah. the most part. Yeah, yeah. Like we fought do, a lot. Is it like just time every every second that I, you were in combat? Technically, basically? technically, like, we could do that with the recording because we could go in and say, "Okay, fucking around, fucking around." We could time that. Yeah, or but the DM nobody's going to do that. Timer. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody's going to do that unless you're the stupidest hardcore yeah. player and, ever. And, and there you go back to what is fucking around. Exactly. If I, I make a goof, is mm, that fucking around? Exactly. Are we subtracting that second or whatever? Yeah. I, and I would argue that, like, fucking around a little bit is, is kind of D&D. Enhancing the roleplay. Part of the soul of D&D. And like, they're all, like, they are very big into promoting the roleplay of stuff. I feel like a lot of the rules are kind of counterintuitive to supporting the roleplay, this being one of them. So anyway, back to the rule of leveling. It's every hour you get an advancement checkpoint, is that how it works? Correct. So then levels one through the four. the first two tiers. So levels one through, no, the first tier. No, 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 no. Pretty sure it's first no, no. two tiers. Here's how I understand it. Essentially, if you play one four-hour module in levels one through four, you automatically level. And that's fairly similar in uh, the how it is now, kind of, especially levels one through two. But, I guess, I'm not sure how they're slicing it all up, but you play for four hours in tier one, you level up. Any tier beyond that, you play for eight hours, you level up. That's how it works. Eight hours? At tier two, you get... At tier tier two, three, and four, if you play for eight hours, you just hit the next level. And at three and four, well... No, it it doesn't change. Fuck. The treasure checkpoints, you get one per hour as well. Sure, that's the treasure checkpoints. I'm talking about leveling. Dude, right. like if those rules came out against the Giants, we'd be level 20. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt in my mind. And, and that's it, mostly it, combat. Too. Even before that, too, because how many times were we even in Tier 2 or even in Tier 3, and it was like, we played multiple sessions between levels, mm-hmm. which I think is a good thing. I don't, want, leveled, I don't want to... We leveled from 10 to 11. Yeah, I, I don't want to or spend just round. two games being level 13 and then also level 14. Like, I feel like there should be like a bigger gap in between them. Like that particular rule, it will speed up tier two though. Which oh yeah, nice. for sure. Um, that particular rule, I'm not terribly upset about. I don't. It means you're just kind of leveling faster, I guess, and I'm not terribly concerned about that. It's definitely streamlining it, lining it because you're not counting XP anymore. Now, mm-hmm. to be honest, it does suck when it's like, all right, third level, I have 875 experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's it's streamlining it a little bit. If you're I would, a couple hundred short, I would also argue that yeah. if you're new. And you, all of a sudden, you, you've been playing for like a couple of weeks. Now you're level ten. It's kind of a lot to handle all at the same time. Like if you're straight up new to D and D, like Abby, if all of a sudden you're starting a level four, you played a little bit before, so you're you're kind of knowing stuff. Mm-hmm. But let's say you played for a bit. Um, in a couple of weeks, now you're level fifteen, yeah. or maybe not. But, 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 you're, level, you're level ten. You're yeah. level ten wizard. All of a sudden, you played. <laughs> you, got, you got like thirty new spells, and you have to know what every single one of them does. Oh, that's it's. We're exaggerating a little bit, yeah. but... Yeah. <laughs> no, you got four right new spells. <laughs> that would be like... It'd be intimidating, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They do give you the slow progress option. Nobody's going to do that. Like, who, who the fuck's going to do that? And, not us, we're veterans. And I believe the entire table has to consent to it. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, th- I thought it could be individual players. I have to look it up. I'm not I, sure. I thought it was whole table. It's, I feel like that would be a whole table thing. I think it's got to be a whole table thing. Because it wouldn't make any sense. Like, all of a sudden, the whole table's like level... Let's say they're level four, and all of a sudden, everyone else is level five, you're still level four. Mm-hmm. Working under the assumption that these tables are just kind of temporary and just form at cons whenever they're doing a thing, basically, it could make sense that one person is doing a slow leveling thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The way we play AL is kind of strange, because we're always the same group. Yeah. 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 Whereas AL is very very much designed to be whoever can mm-hmm. get together. So the wording in slow progression is all you. There is no table, there's no group there, it's all you. Oh, so it's individual based? Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure, whatever. Um, like I said, the the leveling system now... But then that- 
Sorry, I was going to go with Dylan, like, uh, with cons and everything, that makes it really hard to roleplay still there, too. I cons, mean, there is no time yeah. for roleplay. I mean, yeah. why are they trying to push roleplaying? This, this is a theory that I've been talking about for a while, and I've probably said it multiple times in the podcast, but I think that due to the popularity of, like, Critical Role and Adventure Zone and, like, popular streams and podcasts and stuff... By professionals. By professionals, yeah. <laughs> I, I, what I think is happening, I think that, there's, that Wizards is seeing that, and I think they're trying... They're also coupling that with... Um, with a mentality that power gaming, quote unquote, and like rules lawyering, quote unquote, is like really bad and negative, they're trying to really promote the role play. Of I don't know. I like I like my mid max. Well, and, down well, and anybody who's played the game knows you can do both. No yeah. problem. The, yeah. the, you can be we fuck around a lot, but we also make characters that don't suck. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I, I do a good, <laughs> a good a good example. I of think you only like good characters you can't do. My my homebrew <laughs> character with my other group. <laughs> He, he's pretty min-max. He is very strong. He's got, like, really good magic items for everything. But we will spend, yeah. like, five sessions in a row just fucking around. Shopping. No combat, shopping, just inter-party stuff. Dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. The, there's you, nothing wrong with having a really powerful character yeah. that also has you can, you, can, you can do both. There's no... There's no there's no reason I'm saying that if because I knew what I was doing and getting good numbers with this mm-hmm. character that I can't roleplay. As long as you have the I am the, the dominator willing to do that. Sure. So if you have somebody that wants to go off and fight every five minutes, you're gonna have a problem. Well, yeah. I well, mean, then we're getting into like table dynamics that are like on a yeah. case basis. Don't get me, Dylan. <laughs> it's every six minutes. <laughs> so my, my whole point is, they I think they're trying to push it away from. Like, I think they're. I've heard them like even on like, the D and D official podcast. They really talk very negative of quote unquote power gamers and and things like that. Show them and they they kind of just want to make it like a a role play melodrama, which can be fine if we're all agreeing on that. It's kind of hard to do that in Adventures League, especially at a fucking con. Mm-hmm. They're trying to push it to be that because they see Critical Role being very popular. You and know, they're trying to draw new people because new people like. You know how long a fucking con would take if everyone was there to role play, dude? It, you, you wouldn't, get, you wouldn't get anything done. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't get anything done. Even if, even if just like at the so many comic people, store, yeah, so, so many people would butt heads too, with especially yeah. their characters and everything. Yeah, yeah it would. It, it wouldn't be fun. Mm-hmm. I'd argue if everyone's trying to make a melodrama. I mean, if you're also, I mean, if you're in a group like our group, where we we all know we're all kidding, but why? Why if you get someone that just thinks you're just being a giant dick, just yeah. being a giant. Dick. If you don't, if you don't know someone yeah. and they're trying to be all role play and mm-hmm. like you don't understand it, it can lead to some stuff too. That's my theory. I I do listen to like almost all the podcasts because I listen to chunks of it. But whenever I listen to them, like talking about the game itself, they have a very definitive negative view on quote-unquote, power gamers, rules lawyers, which is annoying. Yeah, I'm trying to find that tweet by WebDM that you retweeted about how power gaming isn't bad. Yeah, it was great. They were... They have a good view. Yeah, I like WebDM a lot. A lot of their views on how to play the game, I share a lot of them. They're very agreeable folks, in my opinion. Oh, going through this, you you, you watched the Dresden Files TV show? I watched two episodes. Oh my god, I'm sorry. The first episode has a skinwalker. It's really bad. And he it kills it with like a mana bomb. Made a, uh, yeah, it's very. It was a Dresden TV show. Oh, unfortunately, made for sci-fi. For the season eight rules. What's um, that? What's that? There, Luke. Matter? Off topic uh, again. This I, is. Yeah, go go ahead. Take a look at this. But uh, this is uh, a log sheet that someone had made, basically stupid. as a joke, <laughs> for uh, the new when rules. The, when the new season eight rules for AL came out. I like a parody. Kinda, yeah. It, it actually wow. shows the relevant information pretty well. 
<laughs> I might actually use that as a log sheet. <laughs> well, okay, I have to, you know, write down whatever uh, names stuff. <laughs> yeah. just the exclamation points make it sound so sarcastic. It's all in Comic Sans, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's Ted? Describe it for me. Paint me a word picture. Well, okay, there's your first page right there. You, you, could, you could probably put it on the... Start here. <laughs> you are here at level one. Basically, you get 75 gold once you fill out this row. Great job! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, what that we kind of hit on a little bit, but you only get gold when you level, and it's a fixed rate for what tier you're in. That's so, why we were complaining about gold earlier. Yes, so when you're in tier tier one, if your level's one through... Uh, Four. One through, actually, one through three, it looks like. Once, really? once you hit level one, level two, level three, you get 75 gold. Anything after that, you only ever get 150 gold after you level. So that's rough for anybody who needs yeah. to catch now, spending Now, granted, money. it gets you get five hundred and fifty gold when you finally hit tier three. Okay. And then so uh, then you get five thousand five hundred gold apparently every time you level up in tier in four. Tier four. That but that's tier. That's job. ridiculous. That's a big job. That is tier four though. Yeah. How often do you get there? At that point, you've got three thousand gold uh, point spells, probably diamonds, you clerics out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because your clerics are just a walking diamond. Yeah, clerics, clerics, you're not going to get the diamonds you need to do revivify Mm -hmm. until you hit what is it level uh, at least level five. You can do one because it's consumed. Three thousand. It's a three thousand. You know, it's it's three hundred diamonds. Three hundred diamonds. Three hundred in diamonds for revivify, and it's consumed, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. So every you have to be level five. Yeah, you have to be level five, and then you can do it once. Granted, it is a third level spell, but then you have it once until. Yeah, and I'm I'm not against making it a little more deadly. Honestly, like I don't Mm -hmm. I don't care that much about like making death a little more real is fine, I guess. Except you can't jump back in. True. That, yeah, that's that's what kind of sucks. Is yeah. now that table you've been playing with, they're all tier three. You're dead. We got to start at level one. Yep. Do, and, and do they have a low table? Sometimes they do. Yeah. And even if you do have a low table, you're starting at level one. And if it's if my experience is anything to go off of, every time a new player comes in, you're starting a new character. Mm-hmm. And you can if you ever get to tier two, guess what? Your other friends are tier three. Mm-hmm. You, you're never going to get another tier it's two the, game because you're going to have to restart from level one. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, because from experience at all, Kyle. I have. I think. I think I have like 14 characters in here. Yeah. Because and my highest is uh, a level no, eight no. because yeah. we did Barbarian. just a Sunday game. Yeah, we did a sun a separate Sunday game where we played like every other week. Yeah, it, it makes it tough. And that was kind of always an AL problem. It's not really this new. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, an AL problem. It's just an AL problem in general. What do these stars represent? Whenever you get a treasure point, treasure points. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Now there, there's like a, a fact at the end of it. It basically revealing the joke. It's like, oh, well, you have some complaints. Well, uh, we'll take that into consideration, but don't expect anything to change. Yeah, yeah. The thing that ultimately irks me with these changes is I don't know where they're getting this information from, and as they don't as, seem to be listening to the complaints. That mm-hmm. as soon as it came out, there was a pretty big uproar with like everyone in AL. And we saw a little, like, what did we see in changes? They posted a changes, but there wasn't really anything, was there? The, the, well, the thing they changed was making it harder to find out what table your mm-hmm. items are on. Oh, what, you know they're going to complain about this? Put them in three different books. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. 
And what's so interesting about that particular aspect where uh, they're, they're just, they don't seem to be taking any input, or at least not responding to yeah. us if they are taking any input, is that this is the most crowdsourced version of D&D that has ever existed. They mm-hmm. literally are like putting together all of the elements of previous editions that people liked the most just to make the most universally accepted version. And now all of a sudden... There's just crickets. Mm-hmm. You know what? I got it. They're trying to force more role play by making everyone leave Adventures League. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're doing. More Adventures League. I cracked the code. Call yeah. the burn unit. It's a coup. They're, they're, they're doing it to kill Adventures League because I want some more books. There are no. more, more people to play Magic the Gathering. That's where they make <laughs> the real money. That's where they make the real money. Yeah. So now they're trying to pick people out of D&D to a... Back to magic. You play magic. It's fucking this rich. one play magic. I'm gonna go buy a whole new deck, um, maybe fifty packs. So uh, there is one thing I think. I don't think they want it to get. They 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 mention power gaming and such. It's mm. such I, a dirty word. Stop so it. I also play Pathfinders. If, if get Pathfinders, out of here. Yeah. get out of your own home. <laughs> <laughs> My place now. <laughs> so in Pathfinder. In some of, in a lot of those things, if you're like, all right, you're at the low end of a tier, which the tier is like, oh, like this one's for a ten to twelve. If you have a plus, you're you're a bad. At least I had a cleric rogue because we didn't have a rogue, and of course I always play clerics. Uh, <laughs> it's your favorite class, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, into the it's pretty easy. Oh wait, you're hurt. Boop, you're mm-hmm. fine. Um, now I'm going to continue dancing. So the point is that. He was the trap finder for that group. And to have a chance of detecting and then a chance to remove some of those traps at that level, you needed a plus 30 to be able to roll a 10 and just make it. DC 40 checks. So if you did not have a plus 30 by level 10, you were a bad rogue. Mm Mm-hmm. Some of those Pathfinder things encourage min-maxing. It's like, okay, well, we've got all these experience, people experienced with the game system. Well, they, they're not having as much fun with these, so we'll just make them harder. And that yeah. was definitely a, a thing of 3.5 as well. Uh, See, I'm lost in the Pathfinder thing. Yeah. So, um, but So, so, so roll I, over, I can understand, but 5th has never been quite like that. They, so they did a pretty I, good job. I think they're trying that. to prevent... They're saying we don't want it to become that. Because yeah. if they make stuff for like our kind of group where we, can, where we could just go, okay, we'll just make these purely optimized characters and steamroll everything. What, what else have you got for these guys? They, they, they're saying that we don't want to support perfectly optimized teams. We want people to well, be able to play give around. Give people more options and adventures to do instead of just combat. combat and that, that's combat, also very combat. true. And the, the best mo- one of the best mods we've played probably is uh, the race. Oh because there's only yeah, combat. I, I didn't play that one. Yeah, there's only combat at the very end. And it was like two, which I mean, it's great. it's yeah. an intense combat quote unquote like thing mm-hmm. but that's it's like alright you know you gotta control your dinosaur and, oh no there's another dinosaur now you have to swing it through hoops and, you're and try and, and stuff you're swimming and, in the thing and, and then oh you sink to the bottom find your find the pretty rock yeah. and mm-hmm. and that's like it's if especially if the DM is good mm-hmm. then it's really intense, really engaging and it's not combat. And I then mean, maybe it's somebody a competition. trying to at them people. It's conflict. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 
but then you can also like yell at the crowd like yeah and then like back yeah. and you might get a little like, boost you, or something you have to imagine that if you're going to be in a, especially if you're at like a competitive somewhat competitive like a con and most of the thing that matters in the mod is battle mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of people who are trying to they're, they're going to be very battle focused they're mm-hmm. going to be very min maxi and also, just by very nature of the game, whenever your character levels, nine times out of ten, the shit they're going to get for leveling is combat-related. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with like being combat-focused or like having, like, oh, I'm going to put my numbers in here because at fourth level, I'm going to take this feat. Like, that's fine. You can, like I said, I'll say it forever till I die, you can do both. Be an yeah. enjoyable role player and a min-maxer. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... Yeah. But, so... They they create... They, they, have, they say the problem is people min-maxing. They say the problem is... The combat, people are too focused on combat. You only ever wrote combat shit in these mods to begin with. Mm-hmm. And but but you can you can gather information. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that way the combat is easier for like you. Have you seen sword. this man? <laughs> there are yeah. some subclasses that are basically entirely devoted to roleplay, and those are almost useless in the AL. Like, sure, you're still a paladin if you go redemption, but you're not going to get any of the special things. Yeah, you're going to suck. Yeah, you're going to suck. Fighting. Yeah, yeah, when it comes to fighting, you're just a normal paladin, which, if, I mean, is okay, it's, yeah. but it's not it's nearly as good as sure. if you're a, uh, like a, a, vengeance. a vengeance paladin yeah. or a conquest paladin. Yeah. Oh, and then, like, Beastmaster Ranger... Really shitty in the book. Yeah, there's yeah. you can there's all these revised fun. ones that are like people actually use them. People say they're all right. Mm-hmm. Are, you're never going to publish that. No, they're just going to keep the same ranger, which is just below average. It's, it's below average, and that's just how it's going to be. The uh, the only good ranger subclass for five e is the uh, what's it? The shadow stalker is it called? The gloom stalker. I'd argue there's a few. I think hunter's pretty good. I like that's hunter. hunter. I like hunter. I mean, Gloomstalker gives you good. a lot of good things. Like oh, yeah. advantage on, uh, no, it's not advantage. On, you get your wisdom to your initiative. Mm-hmm. You're invisible to people who use dark, dark vision. Well, so you get an extra if they're relying on the dark vision. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, and also you get an extra attack, free attack at the beginning. Gloomstalker's very good. Yeah, Gloomstalker's yeah. definitely better than Beast. But yeah, like they should just write more. You should be able to almost. They should almost make it that way. You could get through an adventure with almost not even doing combat. Yeah, so there's sometimes. and then there's the ranger subclass I mean, in Xanathar's. That is the Horizon Walker. Yeah, which it's like okay, all of your things aren't really going to do much unless there are planar portals around. Yeah, without a mile. Like if you, yeah, I mean if you're in Barovia. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Not even then, because there's like, nothing it's pretty, in anything. It's pretty situational. Oh, yeah, yeah. To me, I think that their issue with, oh, we don't want you to be so combat-focused, maybe you could just write better adventures. Maybe you could just call it... <laughs> just co- do better, guys. No, like, I mean, like, again, I, I don't want to ra- rag on anybody's like writing prowess or whatever, but... But... You, you, <laughs> but... But... But it's just like, you, you guys made this formula that, that, again, from my experience, I'm not the most experienced Adventures League player by any means, but... A lot of what I've seen kind of follows a bit of a cookie-cutter formula mm-hmm. where it all adds up to just, it's some social combat, maybe a little bit of exploration, combat, combat, big combat at the end. And it's, you know, maybe, maybe you can just write a more diverse thing or like or be okay with it being combat-heavy because it's a combat yeah. game. Why not, why not make an adventure where you literally, you can actually infiltrate 
So uh, and there, there might be some out there, but there's yeah, they're few, yeah, far, they're yeah, few yeah. far between. Why against not? the Giants? Or, like I mean, I mean, not, no, against the Giants was you got to kill kill these Giants, and we did. You yeah. could, you, I mean, you could do a sub-season <laughs> of hey, infiltrate the, uh, you, with the giant wooden giant. So uh, this is for characters specifically in diplomatic places. Like, all right, you need to convince so and so to uh, help out the town, send his troops, something mm-hmm. like that, and okay, well. Uh, talk with them how can we help you maybe convince someone else or in the, in there they could throw blackmail them mm-hmm. blackmail them perhaps there, there might be a few different options if, create or, a social solutions sure yeah. and I think or, modern or dragon even, heist is going to be kind of like that or even a little bit of combat for those who just you know want a splash of it but mm-hmm. not like hey please go do this thing okay go do the we, they go do the thing they come back we did the thing thank you here's the money even in those situations though Things kind of have to come down to a role, yeah. Mm-hmm. E- even for for social situations in which, like, or like creative situations, you're not always going to have very social people, very like incredibly creative people, but you still want them to be able to play the game and mm-hmm. to play their character. So, mm-hmm. like, D and D is kind of limited in that aspect where you, you, yeah. you like technically, so, why do you even need? A persuasion skill in most things because it's going to be it should be most of the time what you're saying and how that affects the other person but since I mean it is D&D and not, every, not everyone is as well spoken as now, yeah, that's, and that's, that's not a bad that's your fighter yeah, yeah, fighter's yeah, not supposed to be talking he's supposed to be yeah, killing people that's what you fighters are for so uh, there, there could be some I, I could think of some ways to do some diplomatic encounters like oh so and so has challenged you to a battle of wits at uh, uh, tonight, mm-hmm. and then you could go find some dirt on them so you can tease them with it later. That'll give you a bonus in the uh, intimidation or persuasion checks to the crowd or something like that, mm-hmm. or uh, find like bard off. <laughs> Basically, yes. Your mama. So, your so mama. That yeah, point, your mama. You could still have the roles and have an excuse to have high charisma characters shining. Exactly. And, you know, do something that isn't necessarily killing people. Yeah, unless it, you're a bard using Vicious Mocker, in which case, go not. It, it, <laughs> it seems to me that they made this thing. A lot of people like the thing. There are some people who say that they're intimidated by Adventures League because they think they're going to get chastised for not knowing all the rules. But no. no. I mean, it depends. Like, I've it, never it had depends. a bad experience. They, 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 they made this. They're, this is, they're now getting into eight, season what? eight. They made it. They, they wrote it themselves. And now their problem is the thing that they created, and they're going to solve it with this solution that they're proposing my ultimate takeaway from this is i don't think that what they're giving is a necessary like the the problems that come along with the solution is a necessary evil i think it's making it try to be streamlined in a way that it doesn't need to be yeah i think the um, i think that this isn't adventures league anymore this is a different system. It is still D and D, and they're writing modules for it. Sure, but it's a different system. Than it's it's vastly all different. of us have used. It's vastly different. It feels like fourth edition. Yeah. In what way? Mm. In that it's very structured. Yeah. It's, mm. it's very it's very balancing. Because we just yeah. had this discussion a couple of weeks there, ago. Right but they, but the <laughs> there's no rules structure, but uh, yeah. in the in the handbook itself. But no, it, the, the whole thing about fourth edition was that it did such a good job at balancing everything that it got kind of fucking boring. Was that kind of the idea behind it? Was it was everyone's a wizard. Yeah, everyone was everyone was balanced in the best possible. Yeah, way. so everyone has their own things that they can do, 
And they're all just like basically, it's basically an MMO. You're tapping your skill. You cast that. Yeah. Even if you're a fighter, you're casting like a shout across the room mm-hmm. that'll knock someone prone or Still something. Yeah. Um, to go back <laughs> for me, at least, and I, I suspect for a lot of people, that's basically what it was. Uh, apparently, according to Jonathan, we've had lots of discussions about this. Mm. There were a lot of things that were unbalanced. There were like little things that, that mm. got thrown around. Sure. And then yeah. there, was there was an entire lot. power gaming thing around 4th edition for people who actually played that. I also would uh, remember conversation with him in that there was a lot of errata that became... Yep. And bas- and eventually the books became guidelines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it it does it does very much feel like these these new rulings are trying to change. AL was already a little different than the base game of D anD D, and it seems like they're just trying to move it even farther away than from the base game mm-hmm. that they're mm-hmm. they've actually made. I'd agree. I, I do I do think yeah they are streamlining it a little bit, but in my head they're streamlining it. By cutting away at the features. Yes, like that's your what, that is what they're doing. Yeah, it, it, experience points. While yes, there are numbers involved, and you have to type into a calculator every once in a while. It's still ultimately basic fucking math. It's addition, subtraction, division, multiplication. Hopefully, you're not dividing. It. Okay, <laughs> dividing <laughs> experience. Yeah, it's, well, it's, you yeah. do divide it when you kill stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's not it that like tough, but they they've made what? the system of like oh every time you play two mods you get a level. It's they're ma- they're making it very streamlined and simplified to not like, intimidate people because it's cause math is scary. And and as I, I mean it, before, to be fair, we were doing really shitty math. Today. Yeah, because yeah, we're idiots. Because yeah. <laughs> we're idiots. No, and I, and other... as I said before, it's not necessarily just to not intimidate people. It it could also be. Hey, you've played two mods. That means, yeah, you can totally be this level. Mm-hmm. Like, or if it was normal, it'd be you've played two mods. Did you get this sub reward? Did you? Sure. Hit, yeah, like some people like that. Some people don't. Hey, at, at least at this point, it would only take four sessions to get a fifth level character. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I know I mean, that four. It's four per levels. I mean, that would be nice for the early tier, but. I mean, who who likes level one? No, level, level, one. <laughs> level one. Level one sucks, and if you play a straight up mod, you're done with level one in one module. Yes, it, it's always been that way. I do kind of see their point in this structure of it somewhat encourages all types of play because no matter what the fuck you do, you're gonna level anyway, as long as you aren't being an asshole. Mm-hmm. And I kind of get the appeal of that. I really do, but it just the the way it's structured, it just feels so fucking inorganic. It just it the, the the like I said the two things that really irk me are them and their fairly outward dislike slash discouraging of quote unquote power gaming because it's bad according to them and then also the thing that really really gets me is forcing the background for the faction I think that's fucking stupid I think that's exactly the opposite of encouraging role play I think that's shoehorning someone into something. Because they claim it's for role playing, even though it's not what it's doing at all. Those are my two big things. I don't like that. Yeah. I mean, so now if you want to be a part of the faction, you have to be a faction member, which means you can no longer be your your spy. You can no longer like, be yeah, your her- acolyte. It can be a hermit or whatever. Yeah, yeah. you are now and just a faction member, yeah. which is a co- like a cookie cutter kind of. You are Emerald Enclave faction member. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emerald action, uh, and the the only plus I can think of that would be in the case I mentioned earlier with someone saying, "Well, what if I don't want to be in a faction?" Well, now, hey, I mean, there's a couple little bonuses you'd get 
Mm-hmm. But other than that, there's no penalty. There's, otherwise, it's really kind of just a penalty before. Yeah. If I've you're al- not in effect. I've also seen a couple of things as well where, oh, what if I'm a new role player or what if I'm a new person in D&D? I'm not very comfortable making up my own backstory. There are so many fucking tables you can roll on to yeah. get like, your like, history and your backstory and your background. They have tables for your character traits, for your flaws, mm-hmm. for your ideals. There's for so much. Family. If you're a family, I you can roll literally your best friend if you want to. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to, that's totally fine. Yeah, yeah, so you don't have to create it. In the handbook and then Xanathar's. My, my original uh, character for our homebrew was like completely all Xanathar's. From Xanathar's. All Xanathar's yeah. Like I didn't make up anything. I just rolled on the table. Yeah. And this is what I got. Mm-hmm. So it's even if you are very new, you can have it's right. at least a structure of what it is, and then as you play, if you it'll develop yeah. more. I just, I just don't like when they say, let's face it, we can all agree, mm. we only wanted those factions for role-playing, right, guys? Mm. Or are you just saying that because you're looking for a convenient excuse to not have them be anything anymore? Yeah. yeah, it's like because like because you don't want to actually want to write them into the story in a good way. At this point, they were already basically only for the magical items. Because, like, I, I have characters that were Order of the Gauntlet because you get a Cloak of Protection. Yeah. That's it. Like, La- Lafty wanted uh, the Harper's uh, Cloak of Elvenkind. Yeah, yeah. You already yeah. have it. <laughs> so, yeah. so this brings me to my... level one he wanted. <laughs> this brings me to what I think would be our probably our, our last talking point on this. What we're going to do going forward. Whether it be the podcast, whether it be a comic world. Whatever. Podcast isn't changing. Po- podcast, I say we just play it as the mod says, and we just kind of do what we've always been doing. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree on that, right? And after the next one, we'll have to discuss exactly what we'll be doing. But, yeah, because uh, we could move on to a hardcover if we want. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because like once we do the homebrew for the high-tier characters. <laughs> you mean like going to the Nine Hells? And yeah, going to the Nine Hells. Kill the Rakshasa? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. The real, The real villain of the entire D&D <laughs> Yeah. Sup. Sup. <laughs> Um, I'll DM that because what we're doing right now is the kind of creative content we didn't know what season we're going to do what story I wouldn't mind like running through like a hardcover or something that'd, that'd, that'd be pretty fun with like these characters or for the podcast no for the podcast but were we also still discussing if we wanted to make new characters oh for the for the podcast yeah for the podcast that's an option yeah, you know, yeah. I don't care. The, the only caveat I have is I would like to come back to this with this group sure uh, so for tier two Correct. So th- this is part of a trilogy of concreted content. This is part one for tier one. Part two is optimized for five seventh level characters. Damn. Part three is optimized for level eights. Hmm. I don't think. I mean, you could maybe survive five. the uh, <laughs> the uh, also next if, one. If I you don't think so, though. Yeah. But the thing is, if you want to do this concrete unless content, I throw Lafty in there, it might. Help a little bit. If you want to do the concrete content and we're not so uh, being, we're not going to be such rules lawyers and stick to the A. And we, that kind of fell off like first episode. Uh If we I'm actually suggesting we rename this group. (laughs) But we have to test it over and over We've already built the brands. Can't change it. So, but the thing is, if we wanted to do this, if we wanted to go through and play the rest of the concrete content, why not just boost our characters to the level if we if we were going to like do new characters in a hardcover anyway it doesn't really matter what we're yeah. doing you can do whatever you want yeah. that's true we could do what we think is fun yeah because that's, that's, that's ultimately whoa, whoa, whoa. What, yeah, <laughs> ultimately D is supposed to be fun that's what we're doing here we're just mm-hmm. yeah but no, we spent all the money on these books and we have to do it their way we spent all the money on these books and the al 
information is in none of them. So, if you read in, uh, I think probably every single book there is, uh, it says, guess what? Everything in here, these are guidelines. You can do whatever, whatever the hell you want. Yeah, exactly. D&D like is meant I can, to change. I can, I can understand why that little bit is waived in organized play to keep things balanced yeah. and fair, but I would argue... This new rule change, at least for me and a lot of people that I know and hang out with, you guys included, think it sucks. And it makes it takes a lot of the fun away. So I, there are, I still think there are some good points to no, it. Yeah. I still see that I still understand that there are bad points yeah. to it too. It's it's enough for me that I'm like, this is fucking dumb. Why why fix something that wasn't broken? I, think I mean they, they have like, people you know, just totally stop playing at season eight. Yeah. I, I mean, think things will change. Yeah, I think a lot of us have been already like mm-hmm. kind of leaning away from AL because we've had taste of other games, and AL's just not <coughs> as fun. But will that hit the cons? Because that's all anyone ever, anyone at Wizard will ever care about. Well, mm-hmm. they bring in the players, which bring in money for the people who sponsor it. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So in terms of. What we're going to do going forward with the we'll podcast? Just say we won't go to cons <laughs> like oh, we yeah. already did. we already have been going. To. Yeah. In terms of the podcast, I say we've been we run it how we've been running it before. In terms of like, we'll figure out experience if we're going to run it we're in a hardcover or something like that. We'll just calculate the experience, right? Mm-hmm. We just we just do that. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple on hardcover, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think the big solution to this, if we don't want to go, is run hardcovers for like a long time. Yeah. And that's what I'm proposing, at least in comic world. Um, if anybody really wants to keep an updated sheet. Going forward, that's season eight compliant. They can do it on their own and, and take to, it to the kind of thing. I might and just to be fair, at four. Yeah, and to be fair, at the rate we're going, a hardcover will probably last us like two years. I'll do it a long time. <laughs> <laughs> hardcover will take a long time. We're two. like what a year and a half, maybe more. And into we're still podcast already. Well, let's, just four. Four. let's just throw these guys in the the tomb of horrors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean. People who have been playing for a year and a half could probably do two of ours in normal circumstances. Yeah, but we were level 10 by this time with our AL characters. Yeah. Well, keeping in mind, back when we first started AL, it was the only game we were, at least me and you, mm. were playing. Now we have, like, I have a homebrew that I run every once in a while. There's the AL on Tuesdays, and then there's the podcast, that, and then I'm in all three of them. So, like, yeah, we're, that's why this podcast is taking so long. But whatever. A solution that I've seen, I've kind of mentioned before, is that if someone wants to keep up with having a compliant those uh, compliant season eight character those have two sheets one like the good old way that we all been used to and then those keep aside one in case they decide to go to a con so like the only there's only like one person maybe two who are in our Dubuque area that wants to give us a shit about keeping up uh, appearances with season eight for the most part at least at comic world and I think the same solution goes for Rose Lawyers we can just like go play a book and then do it the way we've always been doing it and I think we'll have a good time mm-hmm. anyway you know, I, Sorry, yeah, once once we get to a book, the, those are a whole bu- lot more open ended, mm-hmm. and we can play it more like a homebrew, mm-hmm. and we don't even have to mm-hmm. care about the AL rules. That's true. Which I think is the one thing we have to do though is we probably have to have one person designated being a DM. Yeah, player. that is true. We, we can't like rotate back and forth between a handful of us anymore. It's got hard covers. Like, will be really hard. Like a real good DM over there. Really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll dude. If it's a I'm book, just kidding. I mean, I I consider DMing it. Yeah, okay. it would be really difficult for us to rotate because you have to prepare so much of this book because you don't know exactly what your players are going to yep, do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, any other? What's that? Pr- Prince of the Apocalypse. That's an option. I have Out of the Abyss as well. Yeah, out of the Abyss. Um, Dungeon of the Mad Mage. It hasn't come out yet, I don't think. No. I, I, I want to buy that one. That one looks really fun. And don't you have 
the only story one I have is Tales from the Arm Portal. Yeah, I have all the other splat books, but only Tales is the one that I have as a story. Is your wife looking at being on nights now pretty much indefinitely? <laughs> if, I mean, for right now, she will be on nights effectively the entire time now. So any shift she has, it's going to be 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. So now I'll, I'll have some a couple more nights during the week that I'm more free. Also keeping in mind that I like to see my family once in a while yeah. during my free time. But No, that's no, stupid. No. <laughs> the, the, where are your family now? What has your family done for you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so Abby, reflect. <laughs> and go. <laughs> so wait, you have to repeat everything we just said. Um, right. Quiz time. This entire hour and a half. You can use short hands. Here's your pencil. So two. So here are the highlights. You either and you've played regular adventures league before, where it's like at the very end of it, you get your experience based on how many monsters you kill and a couple of the non-combat things. Maybe you get a magic. Item. There's one magic item that someone just gets and it's theirs from then on out, and that's pretty much it. And then you heard us talking about this new stuff. Which one's better? Solid. The first one. Yeah. <laughs> Good girl. No, see, go. I feel like you yeah, measure in. You're allowed that. to come back. <laughs> <laughs> you passed the test. I'm just like, I, I find it funny how they kind of like, they don't want you to like mid-max. I mean, some of the combat, it's like, if you have somebody that's not like, mm-hmm. you know, if you good have, at what they're supposed if to you be have doing. An or, if you have like an orc wizard. You're going to be like, because they, I think they get a minus two intelligence. You do. Yeah. You're just going to be screwed. Unless yes. you have a headband event, though. That's yeah. right. In which case, but yeah. like, not to, like I like Chris and everything, but like Chris is like. If I took Chris to a con, I'd be fucked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a good. I like Chris and everything, but like tier three, like. You, oh no. You played with us like oh, yeah. one time. You played it, but of course it was against like magic resistant creatures and everything mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, it was kind of like not, he, he was almost. I, I he made, was almost I made him knowing he wasn't going to be an optimist. Yeah. Shiggy. Is I'd argue pretty damn optimized. Yeah, I've never played. With I don't. Shiggy. Get I think I played with Shiggy once, and I made him. And I made a statue fall on top of him. Yeah, <laughs> and then you have things like, hey, fireball is just better than every spell in its mm. tier. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's That's, certain things you can pick just to be mechanically and just proved by numbers better. Mm-hmm. And they did that on using two so yeah, like, great swords. They made everything. fireball better because it is iconic. Right, and fireball is something everybody knows. But now it has to be everything that somebody that anyone uses if they want to be good. And there's and there's a, a, there's always something like that in any. I, I was going to say collecting game, but that's that too. <laughs> but in any game, it's like, oh, this one's better. If this is something that we're going to play with other people, why not pick the better thing? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Final thoughts around the table. I I guess to summarize. I like the 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 kind the kind of simplification with experience, and that we can get faster through the lower tiers, which I've played through a few times. Um, I I do agree though that the treasure checkpoint, and I like that. Hey, you can get whatever treasure you want now, but it's going to remove the meta or make obsolete the meta trade economy too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Andy. I've listened to the arguments, and I'm being honest. I've given it a lot of thought, including when I was up in the bathroom a little bit ago. Yep. yep. You do your best thinking. And I can submit my answer in one word. Homebrew. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh, okay. No, that's... that's this is the Cafe Poets Club. <laughs> yeah. And, and, if not, and if the solution isn't quite homebrew, getting closer back to homebrew. We're like, we can, the, the thing, and I'll, maybe I'll get to it, you know what, wait, wait for me. Abby. Abby. Final thoughts. 
I think... Luke is right. <laughs> yes. yes. Almost like you jammed the word. <laughs> I think at like um I think the after everything everyone said the first, like the way it was before this like update or whatever it like it sounds like it w- it's more fun bef- like if you don't play it the way that they're doing it now. That's the correct answer. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask we're, you this. Uh, just, the just for the audience talk. listening at home, we're not threatening her. No, no. <laughs> Actually, no, Luke does have a knife. You have to look under the table where my gun is hidden. Um, no, so just as a new player, who's you're, you're fairly new to D&D. You've played a little bit off and on over the course of like a year or so. Is that mm-hmm. right-ish? Someone she's decided to amuse me. Yeah. When, <laughs> when your dad says that's what you're doing today. <laughs> um, and someone who's new to Adventurous League, this is this is me just honestly asking. Does this matter to you? Because it matters to me. But I've been play- doing this a lot longer. Than See, you. there you are, forcing your. Opinion. No, no, I, no. I'm saying, does this matter to you? <laughs> <laughs> and you just whispered to say, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, do Do you think it'd be more fun in a way where you show up and do it the old way, where like you pick up the item and it makes it makes a little more sense in like a story, or you show up and you play and. Everyone just kind of gets the same items later on, magically. I know I'm phrasing it negatively for the second option. I understand that, but like, doesn't ma- doesn't doesn't matter for you. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a good not question the first time, and then you rephrased it yeah. back into the first question. The, Does it matter to you that any of these changes happen? There you go. Like, do you care? I mean, no, <laughs> not really. No, no, but no. get out! <laughs> I, I, I understand exactly. that. Wait, wait, why would you? Yeah, yeah, I understand that because fill out a lot of logs. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. No. All this is new. You don't really know the first way, so the, what, the new way isn't yeah. much of a change for you. Mm-hmm. I know I'm kind of jumping ahead in line here, but you I are think, yeah. Why don't you wait your turn? Yeah. I think, wait your turn. Wow. No, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Cut the mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's my mic. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, the biggest change is that it's going to be more difficult for the veterans to teach the new people because this is not the system that they've played for for how many years? Now, the, new, just, now the noobs have to teach the veterans. <laughs> mm. What are these treasure checkpoints? <laughs> what is Back in my day, you had to fight for it. <laughs> you got the gold from it. No magic fairy came and took yeah, I mean, your gold. We haven't really thought about that, but there could be some gatekeeping based on what you have started with, too. They took it's, my gold! <laughs> like took people, our gold! They took our gold! Must be the federal. I, I, I feel like whatever you've had before, you do get to keep. I think they made that clear, though. Yeah. Like, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. You get to keep your gold and all that. So I feel good. <laughs> Unless you have waif, got to trade that by boy. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, but all the gold you got from against the giants, shit. Yeah. You know, it makes no sense. I mean, I get waif is a legendary sword, but like the dragon slaying sword, that thing does like an additional three d six to I, dragons. I, I don't know, dog. It's got a lot going on to it. It's sentient. They don't like sentient items. I don't, yeah. I don't fucking know. Because, um, it, you know, if you're a good character, it takes only a minute for it to... to that's true. That, that's what's breaking. That's what it is. That's why it's totally broken. Honestly, they might consider that. Um, yeah. I forgot about that. My final, final thought. I feel like it's AL is trying to force role-playing it on, them, on people with their way they write mods. And they just don't want to change the way they want to write mods. I agree. I it's, mean, then again, uh, the, we haven't seen yep. season eight content. Yeah, that's yet. true. Yeah, that but true. like, as in what I have played, 
It, it, it might feels be Shakespeare. Like, shit. Yeah. yeah. It feels the like they're is, just kind of like, no, it's oh not God, our problem. It's not like our <laughs> fault that we you don't get very good role playing into our mods. It's it's your fault. It's not ours. Yeah. It's, it's not the us. nature it's, of the, the, of of AL. Yeah. The new That's season, true. they could put a whole bunch of role play and even further upset some of the people that play D D Adventures League. For the war game, three like, cavaliers and three druids. Yeah, this team. this came <laughs> out the, like the first edition. It was a pure war game. Mm-hmm. I think it was an, ad- so just, an adaptation. Well, of a, war a lot game. of people still like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people. I mean, still I, play I, I enjoy combat. Yeah. I mean, I make fighters. Obviously, I mean, mm-hmm. I make yeah. fighters, and they are running into combat every time. Yeah. Maybe kicking the door or two. Mm-hmm. I play barbarian. Walk away. Mm-hmm. I like that. A, a but lot as well. it still doesn't. Still, I mean, I try to role play with them. I mean, I feel like I did it a lot better with Dane than I did with Dalinar. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. like Dalinar, just he does fights. Is yeah. I've come to terms with Dalinar. But like Dane and everything, like I try to do some stuff, but it, I still feel like it's just like trying to force the role playing on them with their combat situated, you know, mods. Yeah, and everything, and yeah. also like I, like you, everyone said that the treasures. It's not now everyone's gonna have boots of flying. Everyone's got everyone's going to take the better magical item. The majority of them will. Majority, yeah, majority yeah. will take them. Like, no. yeah. Yep. Who wants mayonnaise? And if you here you go, fairy. <laughs> yeah. And again, take it away, fairy. We don't want this. <laughs> again, we haven't seen any of uh, the new season, mm-hmm. but if you don't take the better magic items, you are just a worse character. Mm-hmm. And in the the older mods that are there, are a lot more of. It's going to be hard to yeah. do anything if you're not a good yeah. character. Yeah. A, a disclaimer being. Mechanically, mm-hmm. obviously, we are all well aware here that when we, you're not a bad character if you don't, if you aren't perfectly optimized. That's definitely not what we're saying. We're talking just straight up, like if you can keep up in battle, right. because yeah. like if you fall behind and like you have a bad time because of it, it's like, well, you fucked up because you didn't take good shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in, um, in we, we are all well aware that like characters are not based; their value is not based solely on their numbers. You can have a good time with them no matter what, yeah. but for yeah. the for our nomenclature, in, worst character mm-hmm. is just n- numerical. In, in higher months. tiers, you're going to have a lot more difficult battles. Like, how many giants did you fight in that? Oh my in the God, the number. If you didn't Christ. have, you actually him. count them. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't have an optimized character with a powerful weapon. Against giants. Yeah, yeah, like how much worse could that have gone? Oh, gotten? it could have been like... We had, to, we had one session that proved how much yeah. worse Well, it, it was already a slog anyway with that motherfucker being there. Yeah. Imagine but him it was not being there. It, it, it was a slog with definite forward progress. Yeah, yeah. so if, it, like, if, if there was no hot knife through the butter there, how much that slog would have been? Yeah, but the, to be fair though, like they did have like just miniature battles throughout the thing. Like you made it big battles just because like... We wouldn't have used any resources whatsoever. Yeah, to be yeah. fair, like I mean, we would have used some, but like so we would have had, yeah, you, oh, look, a single s- giant, Delana, Delana, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, what else? I was gonna say, I was gonna say one more thing. Oh, and how they don't like, I don't know why AL doesn't like optimize characters to that. I guess we were just talking about oh. that, but it's, I mean, who cares if you want your character to be the best of what it does? Yeah. If, if, if that's what, if that's a, a thing that makes you like, kind of happy in mm-hmm. life, it's my power trip. trip. Let me Why? have my what? fucking power trip. As long as you don't be like a dick about it, which I've never Dane. seen. <laughs> no, no, Dane's a dick because of the role play. Interesting. Yeah, there interesting it is. Enough. But like, if if you enjoy it? 
crafting a character in such a way that your numbers are good, and you take some enjoyment out of that, like, what's fucking Yeah, it's my power trip. Leave me alone. I want to be a very powerful person when I play this game. I want to kill giants in two hits. That actually leads perfectly into into what I wanted to say, which is I've always said D&D specifically is about half making your character and developing your character. At the very least, like, that is a huge part of it. These numbers. And a lot of times... That can look like power gaming because you are trying to do what's best for your character, especially in whatever situation. Exactly. You're trying to have a good time. You're trying to to feel like you accomplished something. You want to be a hero. Yeah. You want to feel like you're a superhero. Mm -hmm. That you helped your teammates. Like, the way I was building Dalinar is like, I didn't always plan on taking toughness and then taking all those other feats or anything like that. Like, I changed it as I went just to help with the part because we were getting. Yeah. Like tier two, beginning tier two, we've been over this. Delano, yeah, yeah, Delano is a product of our specific DM and season two mm-hmm. or tier two. Sorry, yeah. and that doesn't always mean perfectly optimal characters in situations where perfectly optimal characters are kind of required or or where they really really help you like stay in the game. Even obviously, that's going to Optimized happen. Cleric. Keep you in the game. Mm-hmm. Well, Clark is not perfectly optimized, and, and that's that. You're like one level. I'm I'm not even talking that. Ranger. I'm talking <laughs> surviving enough sessions to have enough gold to revive yourself mm-hmm. in case you're out. Because if you're out, uh, let's hope the rest of the party wants to start back at level one. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, I just lost my train of thought. Crashed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, the new rules. Don't necessarily. I I don't necessarily have a huge beef with them. I completely understand everyone's gripes about them, and I am honestly a little disappointed in them. Mm. I don't think they would be as much of a as, of as a big of a deal ugh, as they are if it weren't for just how everyone has already been playing it, how everyone has been playing D&D forever, and just how D&D has been built from the ground up. There's a a bit of incompatibility there, and it's obviously causing a lot of strife, and I do wish that Wizards would listen to mm. them, But If they would come out and say, we surveyed these many GMs, after these many events, mm-hmm. from this period of time to this period of time, and this is what we heard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if they even just went and said, "All right, guys, sorry, but AL is con only, basically. Like you can play it in your in your own groups at your own time. Sure, stores can can host it regularly, but like we're designing this for cons, and basically that's the only." crowd like everyone else can play D&D that, that's the only crowd we're worrying about mm-hmm. but right now there's a lot of people who have like met over AL who have like like, like just local shops and, and whatnot mm-hmm. and are like sticking with AL because maybe they don't have the time patience or creativity to come up with their own shit all every mm-hmm. week or whatever it's very convenient it, it is, is extremely convenient yeah. so kind of what Andy was saying there before they get into it. That's that leads into my final thought. Um, you you heard me going on about my things before. I, I picked apart the new rules. You did you get a chance, Kyle? Yeah, yeah. Like you you've heard me pick apart each of the different no, things, whether or not I thought it was a big deal or not or whatever. You I think by now it's pretty clear that 
people, I think forcing role play, quote unquote, opportunities and things is a big deal. Blah, blah, blah. You've heard me say it a thousand times. I'm going to end this with one sentence that really, really bugged me from when they first rolled out these new rules. Mm. Boom, baby? Boom, boom, burger. <laughs> no, I love hearing boom, baby. That's one of my favorite things. Seeing this sentence is not one of my favorite things. This is in the second paragraph. Um, I don't even know what you call this article. It's 8.2 version of their Adventures League guide, whatever the fuck you call it. It starts with, we can all agree. So, it's we hard. We can all agree. The, the sentence reads, Experienced D&D Adventures League players are excited about the debut of Season 8. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, kind of. I mean, not what you are I mean, excited. I mean, well, Season 8, not necessarily not AL way. Season 8. And that, and yes, that is true. But I think that really encapsulates their whole... 1984 George Orwellian thought police mentality of we're all having a good time with this, right? No, no one complained about it. And while I've heard a few of them acknowledge it a little bit, most of them hardly acknowledge it and then just force they're, it anyway. They're, they're like probably getting, they're probably getting dancing man. the beginning of Gath. I'm, I'm, and I'm sure they are. I'm sure they're getting shit from Hasbro and the powers that be, blah, blah, blah. The, my biggest complaint right now is that a lot of people have been voicing their opinions. Doesn't seem like they give too much of a shit. That's that's my ultimate other complaint as well. Yeah. So, at least I know I'm not alone. I know I'm probably... I mean, I feel like you forced your opinion on us, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you got Abby behind I you. I have been starving you in the basement for a few weeks. So. <laughs> basement of the McDonald's ball. That's correct. We're, we've been here the whole time. It rubs the dice all over its skin. All right, that's it. Thank you. Good night. Peace. I, I love you. Oh, God. Get out there! Get out there!